Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. All right, all right, all right, and happy Friday, guys. This is Coach Lois, sales trainer and podcaster of your weekly show, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, and I'm super excited today. We're actually going to dive into the content a little bit faster, but I just want to remind you guys, if you are inside of this community watching this live or on the replay, um, go ahead and hit hashtag live or hashtag replay, and let us know where you're tuning in. And I, I, I did learn recently that the Facebook algorithms, the Facebook gods have not been giving you guys notifications when I'm live. So our attendance has been lower, but I really, really want you guys to um, tune in on this, uh, on the replay, on YouTube and iTunes, wherever you can, um, and hit the share button. Share it with your community um, because you may very well, after you see the content today, you'll understand a little bit better. Um, you may change someone's life uh, because I met this gentleman. He was a guest um, in January. Franco was here after I celebrated my 100th episode. And if you guys have been following my podcast, you've probably heard little snippets of my transformation and my story along the way. Um, but today, uh, I'm actually going to share more than ever before because a lot of you guys are in here for your best health, your best wealth, whatever that means for you, and your best innate wisdom. However, do you really know what that means? I don't know. Um, we're going to talk about that today. So Franco, you're the author of The Closet Spiritualist, which I got an autographed copy and I'm so grateful because it opened up my mind and my heart. I also am consuming your nourish products, your superfoods, your beta glucan, and all these great things. My daughter is in love with your superfoods. She's pooping every day really well now. Thank you. Um, so I know we're not going to talk as much about nourish today. It's really more about the best health and best wealth and wisdom that you've helped me manifest through reading of your book and just your guidance. So why don't you share a little bit of your story first, because a lot of people maybe don't remember you from January, or maybe this is their first experience of you. Um, can you share a little bit more about you before we dive right in? Oh, absolutely. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me again. Um, it's it's been, uh, it's been quite a year for both of us, and uh, I'm excited to talk about it. So, um, and thanks for that intro. I mean, how do I even begin when you talk about your your daughter's stools, you know? <laughs> wow. I'm not afraid of shame to talk about anything like that. Yeah. Obviously not. Uh, well, uh, let me just take you back a little bit and I'll try to speed it up to the present here pretty quickly. Uh, like most of us, I, um, I went through life uh, just kind of going through the motions. And yet there was something always 
sort of gnawing at me that I couldn't really explain. And the book goes into this in quite a bit of detail that what happened uh, over time was that on the physical end of things, what I was sort of manifesting physically was that I was going through a lot of states of depression and a lot of states of anxiety um, and various other types of, well, let's just call it mental health issues as, long, as well as physical health issues. But what was really gnawing at me, and it took me a long time to address this, was um, this whole question about who am I? You know, my, my sort of my, my spiritual question that we all ask, regardless of how we were brought up. I think at some point in our lives, we all ask that question. Um, it's not an easy question to answer because I think you get this conflict inside, deep down inside, you feel that you're so much more than what you've been taught to believe. And yet you don't necessarily even know how to grapple with that. And the reason why I think we're having this conversation here today is because we tend to often try to discard those questions and we try to push them aside and they just kind of build up and we, we, we don't have a mechanism by which to address them. And we kind of think, well, that's kind of personal, private information. I don't want to talk about it. Well, you don't have to talk about it, but you do have to deal with it in some way. Because if you don't deal with it in some way, if you don't ask and you don't try to answer that burning question, who am I, um, then you're going to be left with a lot of let's holes in your life. And those holes get bigger and bigger and bigger. And no matter what you try to do, whether it's in your personal life or in this case, your professional life, you're never going to fill them with materialistic things. You think you will, but ultimately what you're looking for is happiness, happiness and love and peace and some type of spiritual freedom, whatever you want to call it. If you don't have those things as your foundation, you can try and try and try. And some of us will accomplish some materialistic goals that we have and we achieve some wealth. Uh, but it's certainly at, usually at the cost of health and certainly at the cost of wisdom. And so you have to realize how those three work together. And I will tell you that right now, most people don't know what that means. And I struggle with that throughout, throughout the book. I talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I, my situation was really unique. I had a near-death experience when I was very young. And that experience, whether I knew it or not at the time, caused me to come back with these sort of clairvoyant skills, okay? Which people think are gifts, but they're not. They're, everybody has them. We just don't know how to develop them so that we can bring them out and actually use them to our advantage. But anyway, those skills brought back a whole bunch of different sort of ways in which I was looking at life in which, in which I was sort of shown how to look at life through this thing I call Caleb, which is a voice that spoke to me very early on in my life and has been speaking to me to this day. It's that voice that helped me to create this book, to share with people what it's like to actually come out of your closet spiritually and be happy about it and not be afraid about it. And what does that mean and how to actually address the question of who am I? And with that, I was able to launch the book and we met and, uh, and the journey, your journey and your quest, which I call is the inner part of your whole exploration, uh, went on a really big magical ride. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to the magical part later. Um, 
but I guess I do want to talk about that. I'm, I'm excited to talk about the, the the deeper inner work and the plant-based yeah. medicine. Um, uh, someone asked, uh, where do they find the book? And I, I, I put it on the screen, the Closet Spirituals. You can go, go to Amazon. Um, if you want an autograph copy, stay to the end. And, and I hope I'm not putting you on the spot. Um, you can no. probably reach out to Franco um, directly and get an autographed copy as well. So, I mean, you said a lot, and I know you and I are going to do a lot of things together to, to get oh, yeah. deeper, bigger, a lot more of this stuff out there. But I know when you first met me, like I was pretty successful guys. I, I had already launched my podcast. I was already at five figures a month going for multiple five figures a month. Um, and yet I was still quite honestly dead inside. I still had a lot of pain. I still had a lot of, um, I guess you could maybe call it uh, repressed trauma and things that I was running from emotionally because it was too much. Like you feel overwhelmed, Franco, yeah. with this awakening. And there's a lot of awakening energy going on this fall, even more so, which is another reason why I brought you back. And it's so cool. I just read an article. Someone sent this email. So I got this idea this morning. This weekend's Halloween. Yeah, right. And we love wearing costumes, right? I sent you mine. Um, yeah. And we love Halloween in our house. And, and some people don't in fall festival, whatever. However you celebrate, it's, it, it's not, it doesn't matter. But when you think about it, you wear these costumes for Halloween, maybe once, maybe twice. But we're really all wearing masks 365 days out of the year when we're not really our true authentic selves. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you just hit it right on the head of the nail. Um, we wear masks. And we try to uh, define ourselves around those masks. And I really want to try to keep it so that people can understand this from a maybe a lesser or non-spiritual way, just kind of a practical way. Yeah. When we wear our masks, we're told from a very young age who we are and how we're expected to act and how we're expected to go about our lives. And those masks are not the true reflection of who we are. And we're getting to a point now where those masks are harder and harder to wear because we just don't accept the person we're looking at anymore in the mirror. We don't even know who that person is. Mm -hmm. And again, this is relevant to anybody's success, whether it's personal or whether it's professional or spiritual, what have you, or relationships. Mm -hmm. You have to really start asking that question. Now, here's the interesting thing is that even if you're not asking the question, intrinsically in your mind, you are asking that question. And the reason I say that is because we, I think we're all now starting to understand that this whole issue around mental health is something that is very, very deep and rooted in a lot of people and in a lot of society. Mm -hmm. It's not just one out of five people. It's not two out of five or three out of five. I'm I saw something just the other day that, that said that you know three out of five people will have this issue in their lifetime. I'm willing to say that three or four out of five are having it right now mm. because we're going through, even if we don't know it, somewhat of a spiritual crisis. And that spiritual crisis, we're defining it as something out there. But really what it is, is we're trying to figure out what's going to make us happy in life. And we're running, running, chasing our tails, trying to think that the way to happiness is through the materialistic stuff. And now, don't get me wrong, that is a really fun way to enjoy it. But the but here's the crux of it. You have to understand and you have to become 
that sort of sense of happiness before you can actually attract it. And that's where I think people struggle with this. They work their butts off day in and day out to try to achieve these monetary goals and other types of materialistic goals. And what they're not doing is they're not taking enough time to really dig deep within themselves and find out not just who am I, but how did I get here? <laughs> in other words, what are the fears that I have accumulated all of these years that have caused me to forget who I am? And instead of sitting there and trying to analyze each and every fear, like you and I have been doing over the course of the year, is that you know you acknowledge they're there, you accept that they've sort of defined you across you know, years of your lifetime, but then you also have to embrace them in a sense of saying, I'm going to let you go and I'm going to become me again. But thanks for being around and reminding me yeah. that I had to find myself. And that's how you use fears instead of yeah. trying to be fearful of fear. So it's the process, but it's one that we're being forced to do now because our bodies and more specifically, our conscious, our subconscious mind is now telling us to wake up. And that waking up is not an easy thing to do. No, and I, I hope you don't mind. I, we, you and I talked about this when I met you. I was going through what my friend Artem, who hopefully Artem's watching this on the replay. Hi, Artem. Um, we talked about the dark night of the soul. And, and yeah. really, you and I know it's the dark night of the mind, right? Um, however, we yeah. have three brains, the head, the the heart and the gut. And, you know, we talked about how you have this amazing nutritional products company and you can think you're nourishing yourself with the best food, supplements, whatever. <laughs> but, and I was that person, right? I was a overachieving type A person taking all my supplements every day, like a good girl and, you know, all of this stuff. But until I woke up to that inner work, that inner journey, um, I really wasn't as healthy as, or wealthy, as I as I thought it was, and I'd, I'd love for you to share from Franco's perspective, what was I like when you first met me? And I want you guys that are listening, just how does this apply to you? Okay, this isn't about Lois, this is about your own journey of finding your truth and speaking it and, and being your best version of yourself, which is what this podcast is really all about. Um, but what was I like then? And what have you seen since then as a result of letting go of that fear? Wow. Uh, <laughs> whew, I'm going to have to sum this up in, what, five minutes if or not less? <laughs> um, I, I think you typified what everybody that you are trying to help is, is struggling with right now. You were so incredibly focused on, on what you needed to get done in order to achieve your materialistic goals that you had absolutely no control, with all due respect, to who you were the person that you really, really were that was begging to come out to be happy. So you were hiding all of this, sort of all of these emotions that really wanted to come out with your sort of laser focus on, I'm going, I'm, I've got it. I've got to be this. I've got to be this. I've got to show this to people. You know, I've got to be a teacher of these people, everything. And you were forgetting that the person that you needed to address first and foremost was yourself. So when I met you, <laughs> I was lucky to get two minutes of your time because, and that's how it was. I mean, we joke about it now, but 
but it was like, hi, this is Lois. What do you, what is he doing on time? What, 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 what? <laughs> I was like, whoa, slow down, slow down. So it took us a little while, you and I, to sort of get off the ground together and be sort of on the same sort of frequency. But when it finally happened, you realized that you had to go inward to figure out some things that were driving this obsession that you were having towards forgetting who you were, towards the fears that you had to, sort of the victimization that we all have at one point or another in terms of how is, why is life sort of treating me this way? And I had to make you realize that the only person that could change that was you. And it sounds so, it sounds like, you know, you hear this all the time, but it really is you. You had to finally stop and you did, and it took a lot. <laughs> you didn't just do it overnight. But when you did, I started seeing this beautiful transformation of a person who was exploring the inner side of herself, which we don't know how to do, and we're certainly never taught how to do it. That's a that's a no no. Don't go inside and start figuring out your emotions and figuring out, you know, you know, your desires and the things that really drive you. That's a no no. And and you started doing that. And when you started doing it, all of a sudden I saw it as, you know, this sort of blossoming of this incredible light of energy that you sort of changed and as time went on and i know you can get into this more amazing changes started to happen in your life first you started cutting back on your work and yet you were more productive than ever and i'm not just talking about business i'm talking about your productivity with your family with with, with your children your husband your your friendships your your life you are actually enjoying life and the materialistic things, well, they, they were just proof that you were doing what you were supposed to be doing with your life. And, you know, and all this time, you know, you, you change homes, you, you, you're just, you're just a different person now. you can breathe now, you can step back now, you, you're really spending time exploring and enjoying who you are. And that was not the person I met 12 months ago. And that person would have fizzled out eventually. And she would have been just back to where she was three or four years ago. And that's what we don't want with the people that you're helping. And that's why you made this change. You got to walk the talk, right? Otherwise, it doesn't matter if you're just talking all the time. And that's what the book is about, too, is to try to help people to understand how to walk that walk. Because, again, it can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. And that's what you're there for. And that's what I'm there for in, in, in the way that I'm preaching. Preaching, excuse me, not preaching. <laughs> The way teaching, <laughs> preach it, brother. Preach it. Yeah, preach it. Yeah. So that's that's the bottom line of it. Your life has transformed in twelve months in ways that it's just beautiful to watch. It really is. Well, thank you. And you know what really helped was not only starting to talk to you, read your book more, slow down more. Because those of you who are newer to my community. I was a workaholic for several years and it was, it was because of um, lies that I told myself that were in my surroundings, of course, because you are impacted by your environment, right? You're the, usually the sum of the five people you hang out with. And I was, I was hanging out with people who were the work hard, play hard thing, right? Yeah. And, and chasing the, the material stuff, drinking too much, all of the things, right? And so the pause, the great pause of 2020, forced us all to slow down. That's why that I really want to talk about this because I know that there's people out there that are, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> oh yeah. I, oh. I got it all together, but behind the scenes, like you said, the three out of five or the four out of five that are even listening right now can probably 
all relate. In fact, if you want to be open and share, comment below, how has the past 12 to 18 months changed you? You know, how has that happened? And I noticed a big warning sign is I had my first $40,000 month. And I was like, oh, I'm not excited about that. Like, that's not getting me fired up. So that's when I knew I was like, oh my gosh, the material stuff doesn't make us happy, Franco. Right. I had to go deeper and within it. And that's when you recommended not only reading your book and having conversations with you as a mentor, um, you even said something that totally blew my mind was you said, Lois, you should go check out ayahuasca, psilocybin, this plant-based medicine stuff. And I was like, whoa. Yes. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that are doing that right now. They're going, whoa, where's this conversation going? <laughs> yeah. Don't but, worry. We're not going to talk about all of the journeys that I've had because <laughs> I'm going for seven. But anyway, um, I, there's no, I, I couldn't even work with my therapist anymore because I, I was like dredging up all this stuff from my childhood, my past, the pain, the trauma. It was just bringing it up again and again and again and again. And I couldn't, I didn't have the, the bandwidth to release it. And that was really the source of why Lois wasn't excited about 40K months and, and you know, struggling in her marriage and, and all of these things. And so to go deep within and, and have your food be thy medicine. Right. That's in this case. I have released so, so much. So I, I can't thank you enough. And I know you recommended the documentary on Gaia called Chasing the Present. Yes. That's All of that's in there. If you guys can check that out, I'll put that in the, the show notes. But getting back to why did you recommend that for me? Oh, <laughs> well, let me just take a step back. Um, the For those people who don't know much about about uh, Soul Asylum Ayahuasca, um, we won't get into the details of it, but as Lois pointed out, they're just, the way that I view them from the way that I've been shown to look at them um, is that they're just medicinal portals. Um, and what that means is that they're just a way in which for you to connect yourself to a deeper level of yourself that exists within and around you okay and and since we have no clue how to even begin to go inward all i'm suggesting and what i suggested to you and and it's been a i think a very beneficial experience for you has been to use those and not be afraid of them and not to be um, caught up in all the stigma that people uh, talk about in in mainstream discussions about whether or not these things are good because they are medicinally and have been proven medicinally to have enormous benefits uh, for just our, our psyche, for our own just well-being. But, but they are a deeper sort of portal that allows you to go way in and find the true you that is just begging to talk to you. And so um, obviously I encourage people to at least explore what it, what it's about and see if it's something that it's, that they uh, might want to do down the road because it really is something very transformational. Um, as far as some of the things that I've recommended, like this current um, <clears throat> Gaia uh, <laughs> video, it's just such a, it just sums up what everybody's going through. I think people, people are trying to measure themselves against everybody else's sort of standards. And that's not necessarily 
bad, but when it becomes something that you become obsessive about and you become fearful about, which are the two things that, that naturally seem to happen when we're trying to achieve certain goals in our lives, um, they become very detrimental. And we have to we have to sort of realize that if we're having these struggles, it's not because we're doing something wrong, that we're somehow broken. We're not broken. If anything, we're actually the most, the most, I always like to say insane, because if you break the word up, we're in our sanity, which means that we actually know what's going on, but we keep fighting and fighting and fighting this voice inside of us that's telling us, is this really what you want to do? Is this really how you want to live your life? Um, because we're just so obsessed and fearful and actually obsessed of being fearful um, that we just constantly looking at how to gratify ourselves with these external means. And usually it's typically money. Um, and that was what the whole movie's about is this young young man who who uh who just struggles with that is very successful and struggles with why is he still like you said lois you hit forty thousand, you weren't happy you still weren't happy and you were starting to realize oh wait a minute there is something else here and it's way way deeper and way bigger than what i thought it was and if i listen to it i may just actually figure it out and that's what we're dealing with right now is a epidemic of people that are starting to get that wake up call and they just have no idea what that means and how to get there. So that's that's why I would recommend that movie. And for that matter, why I would recommend my book, because that's what we're trying to do is I'm trying to get people to realize it's okay. This is not a disease in the sense of the way that we think it is. It's not abnormal. It's okay to feel like you don't necessarily know why it is that you don't necessarily feel like you belong here because in a sense you're not meant to believe that you belong here you're meant to understand that it's time for you to belong to who you really are and then you can share that with the world and when you do like you're doing right now it's a beautiful thing to watch oh my gosh yeah and you, you made me think of something and I, and I hope you guys again always think about how does this apply to me and my health my wealth my wisdom. I've also come down on my thyroid medication this year because I've been going and doing the inner work. And now I'm launching a new program that's going to be so much more amazing and so much more impactful for my clients, all because in the last six months, I've been willing to peel back. And sometimes they were painful, let me tell you, but I was able to peel back those layers and really question, why am I here? Yeah. I, why do I have these feelings of, of sadness and, and, uh, and, and I guess pain and, and frustration and, and to, instead of just avoiding them, like I was, I'd throw myself into work. I'd throw myself into drinking just to not feel. And, and I'm, I'm okay. And when I wasn't. Right. And, and I just, I can't, uh, I mean, I, I love to believe that everybody who's listening or who's going to watch this later um, they all have it figured out, and, but I suspect that most of them don't. And what's exciting about where we're going, not just with what you and I are on. Uh-oh, did we get lost there? Uh, not, not, not just excited about what we're doing together for your own uh, sort of personal and spiritual development, but how you're blending that all into your material and how people are going to get a real use 
unique experience from that because it's not just going to be that are going to yeah did i get lost okay. you're breaking <laughs> up again <but> that's okay <laughs> well it's just all the energy that's flowing here but no what i was going what i was trying to is that what I'm excited about is just all of the things that you and I are doing, not only for your personal spiritual development, but how you're weaving that into the material that you're going to help people with, because ultimately that's going to set the foundation for their success. I mean, it's just, it's just something that people have to be able to at least come to grips with a little bit and, and know how to understand that within the context of what they're trying, trying to achieve. So, um, it's really an exciting time uh, for, for even though it doesn't look that way, it's an exciting time for all of us. If we can start looking at the opportunities that we have to, to really find ourselves and then make our world a better place, not the world, but our world, our surroundings. Mm -hmm. And you'll see just how much amazing things will, will happen. Now, one thing I did want to do just to make sure that we, we have some little bit of, uh, of sort of tangibleness to all this, because yeah. people, well, you know, Franco, you know, you had a near-death experience that helped get you going and all this. Uh, trust me, it was a tough journey uh, because of that. But I will tell you this, uh, for people who are really, really, truly wanting to just take a, take some opportunity to find themselves, we you know, and people go, I don't have, Franco, I don't have time for all this. Well, make time for this because it is the most important thing that you'll ever do in your life to do this but okay well franco how do i do this i, I i'm like running around i i never have time to breathe I, i'm doing this i'm doing that i have to get this done i wake up and i already feel like i'm 10 10 projects behind because i woke up and you know people already been up for an hour well the, the thing that i always tell them and i think you and i have you and i actually did this at one time i said it's always important and this is the where this is where you start it's always important to be able to find the silence in your day. You go, well, what does that mean? Does that mean I have to go into a closet or somewhere else or in a cave? No, it's as simple as just doing this. And that's it. All of a sudden you realize that, whoa, I thought there was all this noise, but there's all this beautiful silence. And you say, well, what does that have to anything to do with what I have to do in terms of finding myself? It has everything to do with who you are. And in the spiritual sense of things, and and there's so much science behind this too. Yeah. What's behind all of this chaos that we call the material world is actually science. If you go into quantum physics, you'll see that at the nucleus of everything, whether it's a wormhole or a black hole, what have you, is complete silence. And what does that mean? It means that's where your inner self exists. That's where the real you exists. In layman's terms, that's where your soul exists. And if you can understand and appreciate that you just had 10 seconds or so of having an encounter with your soul, wow. How powerful is that? Not only is it powerful from, from a sort of spiritual end of it, but from a manifestation end of it, when you start to understand that the only thing that's separating you from who you really are is all this clutter that you're creating in your mind and, you, and you're the creator of it, then and if you can just instantaneously move into that silence, 
where people always tell you, oh, I can't get into that sense. You just did it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you can start to use your imagination. And I talk about this in the book. Use your imagination to start creating. And when you start to create from a sense of knowing who you are and feeling it, feeling it, well, mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you, the world just opens up like your oyster. I mean, it just becomes an incredibly amazing world. And not just metaphorically, but I'm talking about in the materialistic world. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could tell you things. There's a lot of things that I have going on behind the scenes that I'm just kind of like, really? Really? Like, I, most people know I'm a 12-week year certified trainer. And one day, because... And I have to tell it, this is, this is a true story. When Franco did that 10 seconds of silence exercise with me the first time, I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong? What happened? My, my brain was just going, wait, there's no noise. Something's wrong with Franco. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you were trying to get me to do it. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this right now? And oh my gosh. And ever since then, now I, 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 I like shut off my computer my phone. I, I take apps off of my phone at night. So I'm not like, Oh, I got to check my messages right now, you know, like an addict junkie. And, and, and then all of a sudden, Oh my gosh, maybe I should co-author a book with Brian Moran. <laughs> and then guess what? I have a meeting with him. Yep. And we, we actually rescheduled it. So had we met before, I didn't have that thought. We rescheduled the meeting to two weeks later. I share the idea with him sort of like, oh my God, you know, my heart's pounding, waiting for some kind of rejection, right? And he's like, oh my gosh, Lois, that's a great idea. It's so funny you should mention that because I just did that with someone else. And, you know, maybe we, and I'm like going, oh my God, what just happened here? You know, and exactly. and the old, the old Lois would have been like, just, I got to check off my to-do list. I got to get all of those dopamine hits. Oh, I can't meditate right now. I can't. For the longest time, you were telling me to take midday breaks. And I was like, what? I know. <laughs> I can't do that. That's against my DNA. You know, so again, bringing it all back to you, what, why is Lois talking about this? Why is this important to my health and my wealth and my wisdom? Okay. So we got to give a shout out to the man, the legend, the myth. Um, Yeshaya is in the room. Bhakti Yeshaya figured out he's here. He's in Facebook. <laughs> uh, and it's because of Bhakti I met Franco. So we're on my anniversary uh, a celebration where actually Franco surprised Bhakti. And now we have Bhakti saying hello. But yes, Bhakti got me going six years ago on meditation. Um, and yet I will say that wasn't enough for me. Like I had, I use meditation a lot of times as a technique to, to kind of almost met myself a little bit, right. To not, to not think about what was really going on inside. So it was a combination of slowing down in the meditation and then coming out of the closet spiritually, you would say yes that, that helped me so much. So yeah. I just want to bring it back to all of that manifestation couldn't have happened had I not started doing those midday breaks, had I not done the 10 second, <laughs> just a B instead of the do. You know, it's funny you did that because I thought it was our, te- I thought it was my connection. I thought I lost you. There. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Surprise>. funny. <laughs> you know, 
think, yeah, I, I what I want to, you know, if I had to leave this sort of a, a message behind the people about this is that it sounds so daunting, but it, it really, it really doesn't have to be. You, you can make this as, as, as daunting as you like. Um, trust me, we, we, we love to do that because we have this sort of obsession, if not addiction, to fear. Uh, you don't have to necessarily learn every technique to meditate. Um, as I've told people, we, we did just a little brief meditation there, but we're meditating all the time. And the reason I say that is because it's through the process of, an, of knowing who you are that we're creating this reality. And again, that sounds so esoteric, but there's a lot of there's a lot of science behind that, that we're actually creating the substantive world around us and we don't even know it. And yet we're somehow sublim subconsciously meditating that into reality. And what I like to use is more of imagining reality instead of meditating. And so if we could you know, remember how to imagine the world that we want for ourselves, that we wanted from when we were little, trust me, that is way, way more powerful than even the technique of meditation. And, and so that's something that we all know how to do is to imagine. We just have been taught not to do it. And so we have kind of tucked it away and forgotten that it's even worth anything, but it truly is. So I'd, I'd want people to understand you, that's all you need to do is just go into that silence. Remember that that's who you are and you create there. And how do you create? Go crazy with your imagination and dream the world that you want to dream. And believe it or not, it will start to come into fruition in the materialistic world if you keep doing that. I love that. I love that. And, and, and that's one of your, I guess, one of your, your steps inside of your book is the imagination. I mean, I totally thought of the John Lennon song. I mean, hello, uh, just, we can be the change we want to see in the world. We can create what John Lennon was talking about yep. yes, that right here, right now, maybe before we wrap it up, can you give one more of your, your attributes inside of the book? that might be tangible, like you said, for yeah. people to go out and, and apply today besides taking some time to imagine, you know, what you want to create in life. Well, the, the other one, uh, there, there, are, there are 12 of them, um, but the other one that I, I, uh, I think people would have an easy time trying to at least explore, and that's faith. Um, don't, okay, so in our world, we're, th we're taught to, to uh, there's, a whole, there's a saying, I think, therefore I am. Uh, stop relying on the thinking and start relying on on your faith. And you say, well, okay, well, we have faith in terms of our faith in God. Uh, but what does that mean? What I want to do is to strip the, the layers back and just tell people, start today to have faith in yourself, to have faith in you um, and start from there. Because what I talk about in the book, and this gets a little heavy, is that we all are, in essence, an element of God. And so if we start realizing that we are God, and we just need to have faith in our ability to do that, to understand mm -hmm. that, and then to become it and express it, um, and, and not worry about our faith in humanity and not worry about our faith in other people or other things or this thing we call God out there, just have faith in ourselves um, that would go a long way to making your imagination become reality hugely. Mm. I love that. Yeah, that's so great. And and keep in mind, guys, I know some of you might be like, whoa, this is getting controversial, what have you. Um, feel free to reach out to Franco. Feel free to reach Absolutely. out to me. 
um, because we're here to help you go deep because here's the deal guys and I'm just going to cut it to you straight um, here in our last couple minutes and then I'll let you close Franco with anything else you haven't shared that's really on your heart or Kalo's heart or whatever. <laughs> um, well, there's two things that I want to share. You know, number one, I wouldn't be talking about this if it hadn't transformed my life. Uh, Jim Rohn always said, are you here to make a living? Which is what the hamster wheel I got stuck on, making money, making money, making money, blah, blah, blah. Or are you here to design a life? And imagination is designing. You know, really, um, this is a hard truth. Whatever, wherever you are at today, you created that. You created that. You're not there by accident. Am I right, Franco? Absolutely. Not by accident. You're the, you're the creator of everything. So I share this information to you because it will be life changing. And I want to give a shout out to my friends, Elizabeth here in the Southern California desert. She made my Tara necklace guys. If you want jewelry personalized, reach out to her. And then my brother from another mother, Sean Waite, who's freezing his butt cheeks off in, in uh, Hastings, Minnesota. Just wanted to give you guys a quick shout out. So, and, and Frank is freezing his butt cheeks off because he's also in Minnesota, but we, we don't hold that against any of you guys. So my last gift to you before I want to turn it back to Franco to close it out is the, um, my manifest and monetize summit. The name of that came from the work I've done with Franco. And what is really, what does manifestation really mean? It is about that imagination. It is about creation. It is about faith, speaking your truth, being seen, being heard, being paid what you are worth. That's more important than any lead generation strategy or tactic I could give you. Okay. And so if you, if you missed out on purchasing the manifest and monetize VIP pass, I have a secret link for you. Ask and you shall receive. Cause I know some of you missed out. Um, I'll put that in the show notes if you guys still wanted access to that content, because that content is a university of manifesting and monetize your life and your business. And of course, I want to defer back to Franco's book, um, The Closet Spiritualist. And I know we didn't really have a lot of time for questions and stuff, but if you guys have questions, reach out to me, reach out to Franco. Any parting words here in the last 30 to 60 seconds? I know I'm going a little bit over time, but that's okay. Well, uh I also want to let people understand and know that uh, this didn't just happen to me overnight. I've been through where a lot of people are. I, I worked the 80 hours a week and I struggled to try to figure it all out. And trust me when I tell you that if you go inwardly, you're going to find that the world that you're going to, uh, it's going to be there waiting for you is, is going to be amazing. Now, one thing that I want to just make sure that people understand as they go forward and potentially learning about who they are is am i still here you're here yeah you only broke up we only missed like one word so you're fine keep say, say okay. what you're gonna say here's the another parting little sort of gift if i can give that is always listen to your your heart your your heart is really really where wisdom comes In ways frozen. that you never ever dreamt. Oh no! I guess I wasn't meant to say the last words. <laughs> what, what what we heard is, listen to your heart. Your heart is truly where wisdom comes from. And then we lost you. Yeah, your heart is where your wisdom comes from. Your mind is is where knowledge comes from. Always listen to your heart because your heart will always always lead the way 
to a world that is so incredible that what you define as health and wealth is just absolutely beyond anything that you could have imagined. So try to listen to your heart more than your mind and it will guide you in the right direction. Thank you. Now all I can hear is that 80s song, listen to your heart. <laughs> you know, every time I talk to you, you have some song or something or other. But, but you know, it's funny because songs and media are a way in which that you're trying to remind yourself of something deeper than what the world is showing you. So don't actually discard that. That's kind of cool that you brought that up. Oh, 100%. I mean, we listen to singing bowls every night to sing us to sleep. I mean, oh my gosh, there's so much. Oh. Thanks, thanks, Elizabeth. I do love to sing. So anyway, um, I, I hate to have to, I do have to run. I have a, a doctor's appointment. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate you. Again, guys, please hit the share button on this message. Um, you're gonna hear more types of stuff like this uh, as I continue my journey, because it's far from over yet, right, Franco? Um, as I True. transform myself, I wanna be a light and a mirror to all of you who are part of this community. And so on that note, if you saw value in this show, please, uh, if you haven't already joined my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community, Franco is there, all of my guests are there. Um, and we'll be tuning in next week as well. So same time. Same channel, kicking off the month of November. Can't believe we're almost 60 days left in 2021. And your time is now to create your 2022 and the rest of the year to be and do and have whatever it is that you would like. So thank you, Franco. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. And until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this Please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.